Hello, friends. Welcome. Welcome to episode two of my podcast, Tea and Tonic, with your host, Ro. I don't want to say my full name. I feel weird saying my full name, but Ro, that works. Anyways, um, I hope you all have been doing well. Um, I hope that you got some good rest today. I hope you ate some good food. I hope that you had some great memories made the past couple of weeks. Regardless, I just hope that you've been well. Um, I'm really excited to jump into the topic today. Um, And I was trying to think about for a while before I, I decided to talk about this topic that I'm going to mention. It took me a while to figure out what I wanted to talk about because there was a few things that I had ideas for. Um, but I decided to go with the topic of reparenting ourselves. And I want to explain that concept a bit in the context of adult life and its process. So what is the concept of reparenting ourselves in the context of adult life? Whew. This is a big one. But this process is helpful, I think, for many of us. If this is something that you struggle with, I highly, highly encourage you to think about the concept of reparenting yourself. This process involves pretty much taking on the role of a nurturing, supportive parent to yourself. And it's a process of just addressing all of the unmet needs from childhood, healing emotional wounds from our past, and developing a healthier and more fulfilling relationship with ourselves and with the people around us. For many of us, not all of us, but for many of us in childhood, our parents slash caregivers, they obviously play an intensely significant role in our lives in terms of meeting our needs, our needs for love, safety, trust, validation, um, support. However, not everyone has had that experience of optimal parenting, which can leave severe lasting emotional impacts on many of us on many levels. But we do have to remember, and this is something that I forget even in the middle of this process of repairing and reparenting and rewiring my brain, we have to remember that as adults, we now have the power to fill those empty gaps and provide ourselves with the care and the love and the attention that we always needed and always deserved. And I know that's such a weird thing to think about, that as an individual, we have that power to recreate that for ourselves. And it does have, you know, there is a downside of realizing like, wow, I really can't go back into the past and fix everything that went wrong and take control of situations that we weren't in control of and having parents that didn't necessarily do their entire part of being a parent to a child. However, I realized I really had to move past that pattern of thinking because that ultimately gets you nowhere. And I realized it was getting me absolutely nowhere. So I had to really see the power within the present and me being mostly more in control of my life now, now that I'm adult, I live away from home, I make my own big girl decisions. I realized I have the ability and the power once again to kind of rewrite that novel for myself. Not forget about what happened in the past, but prepare myself for the future to be a better version of myself. 
this can totally feel like a very difficult, lonely experience. And it really has been for me in many moments. But we need to remind ourselves that it is possible and anyone is capable of it with the right support and dedication. And that's something that I've realized um, over the years, over the course of my mid to late 20s is there is so much value in just having the right support. And what I mean by support, like a support system, is having at least a few different components within that system is like therapy, any type of counseling, and just a good friend or a couple of friends to have that you know are going to be there for you and that are solid people to have. And I really didn't realize that to the extent that I am now until recently. I have had friends see me in the most darkest depths <laughs> you could possibly imagine in my life. And they're still there for me. And I think it's really important for everybody that's going through this process of reparenting and rewiring our brains to have that sort of support system, whatever that means to you. Just make sure that it's a good one. And aside from having a support system, we really need to keep ourselves dedicated and creating a good life for ourselves going forward. And I know that's something that can be really difficult to maintain, and that's fine. That's not something that is gonna be 100% maintainable at all times. But within that process, we need to give ourselves grace and patience and love because we just have to realize like this is a difficult task to take on. This requires so much time and patience. But just remember, bitch, you are doing this shit for yourself and at the end of the day, that's what fucking matters the most, is that you are showing up for yourself when nobody else would. Please remember that. Okay, so how do we how do we start this reparenting process? If whoever is out there listening, if you haven't started it. Reparenting ourselves really begins with self-awareness and self-reflection. I cannot emphasize on that enough. Take the time to self-reflect. Take the time to be aware of your feelings, of your reactionary skills, of everything. It involves digging super deep and recognizing all of the patterns and behaviors and beliefs that may have been shaped by our past experiences, by our parents. It also requires examining our upbringings and the messages that we essentially internalized and held on to. And through all of this, that's, that is how we can gain insight into how all of these patterns we've developed continue to affect our lives. But I'm obviously aiming towards the negative patterns and behaviors. And through this whole reparenting process, this is literally how we learn to finally like be attuned to our needs and our emotions so we can develop the ability to comfort and soothe ourselves. Because most people who are dealing with having to reparent themselves have never really received that growing up. So we must learn how to do that for ourselves. And also through all of this reparenting, we also need to learn about setting solid boundaries. 
Bitch, when I tell you it has taken me so fucking long, and also I'm still working on it, but it's taken me so long to set such simple, solid boundaries for myself. I have been walked all fucking over throughout my life by many people, people that I've claimed to love, people that have claimed to love me, and I'm done. I've realized over some time that that's not what I want for myself anymore, and I need to put my fucking foot down. And that's what reparenting myself has really taught me. And although, again, I'm still working on creating solid boundaries for myself, I think I've come a very, very long way. Like, I have gotten to the point where, this sounds kind of harsh, but I abuse the block button, bitch, okay? <laughs> I don't care. Like, if you do something to me that I know that I would never absolutely do to you, and obviously more, more to that circumstance, block. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I don't care how close you were to me. But if you are affecting me in a way that is impeding my self-growth and it is making me take steps back from where I began from, no. Immediately, no. You need to get out of my life. <laughs> and that is a boundary that I have really, really set for myself lately. And again, I know that sounds harsh, but I have been through enough to let somebody treat me in the way that I would never treat somebody else. But anyways, let me not get into that a bit too much. That Honestly, that could be another podcast topic. I'll save that for next time. Anyways, moving on. So this process often requires challenging and changing those ingrained patterns and coping mechanisms that no longer serve us. And this means that you literally have to let go of unhelpful habits. Like a lot of the habits that I discussed in my previous episodes about habit forming um, and letting go of habits that no longer serve us. And also the thought patterns that may have developed as survival strategies. I can't even begin to tell you how many unhelpful survival strategies that my brain has developed over the years, especially throughout childhood, and having to sit there and tinker with them and learn how to navigate through a different way on how, on essentially how to cope. And it took me a lot of time. Um, and it's still kind of an ongoing process for me, but I'm learning so much about myself along the way. And I, once again, I'm going to repeat this probably a few more times, but patience, my friends, okay? Be nice to yourself. I'm fucking over being an asshole to myself. I still do it sometimes, but I'm over it. We really need to highlight the importance of identifying and releasing unhealthy coping mechanisms, once again, that no longer serve us, and really think about the potential impact of these habits on just our overall well-being, and think of better strategies for really just letting go. So many of us just need to let go. One thing that um, I'm going to be honest, I am struggling with, but... I have gained a lot of awareness towards is moving forward and learning new reactionary skills like I mentioned earlier and just exploring the importance of developing healthier ways to like respond to triggers and challenges. I have really have been 
kind of struggling with that. It's, it's hard in the moment when something negative happens or you're in a situation where you get triggered and it is so hard to stop yourself in that moment and pull yourself away and talk to yourself like either internally or out loud, sometimes I do that, to really avoid reacting in a way that is negatively impacting you and the people around you. I think also a really important component to reparenting ourselves is really understanding the impact of childhood experiences on our own ability to love and nurture ourselves and other people. And I think there's so many practical tips and exercises to foster self-love and self-acceptance and self-care. I really want to highlight the self-care because that is something that personally has helped me the most is having the moment of stillness and calmness and creating an environment to where I can just self-soothe. I think that is very important for, for all of you to develop um, in your own way. And some of these practical tips and exercises to help regulate self-love and self-acceptance towards yourself is one, to practice self-compassion. Like I've mentioned in the last episode is to treat yourself like your best friend. And when you're facing challenges or mistakes or just negative situations in general, offer yourself words of comfort and encouragement rather than like straight towards self-criticism which again is something I'm working on. But that also kind of ties into that is where you have to remember you can't be perfect, even in the process of reparenting ourselves. Remind yourself it's okay to make mistakes, everybody does, and you're deserving of the love and acceptance. And two, cultivate some gratitude, okay? Regularly take the time to self-reflect on the positive aspects of your life. So I don't know about you, but I tend to do the complete opposite. I will sit there and reflect on quite literally the most negative experiences of my life. And I will do that at like 2 a.m., staring at my ceiling in the dark. And that's okay. That's going to happen. We have these crazy, intricate human brains. That's going to happen sometimes. But recognize that so you can stop yourself and switch that way of thinking. And also for a third example... Um, you want to surround yourself with positive influences. I know I mentioned having a solid support system, but that also involves obviously surrounding yourself with positive people, people who uplift you and support you and really seek out relationships and communities that encourage self-love and acceptance. And please, please try to limit exposure to negative or toxic influences because that's only going to derail you. And for many people who have grown up in very chaotic households or just chaotic environments, we tend to gravitate towards negative and toxic influences. There was um, a big period in my life where I was subconsciously like a fucking magnet. I was attracted to these types of people and communities. And even though when I was like feeling like I was literally in agony. Something would always pull me towards them and towards those people because it's something that felt so normal and familiar. And in a way, it was comforting, but comforting in the most uncomfortable way, if that makes sense. 
So please remember that. Do not surround yourself with people that are going to make you take steps back in your process of healing and reparenting yourself. Anyways, to wrap everything up, I know that I talked a lot, but to really wrap everything up, essentially what we're trying to do is create a new narrative for ourselves and remember the transformative power of creating that new narrative. All of these examples that I mentioned of how to reparent ourselves can honestly lead to a more authentic and fulfilling life. And I think all of us deserve that. When for many of us, the beginning of our lives, we didn't really have that. So it's time to allow ourselves to break free from the limitations of our past. And that's something that I, once again, <laughs> keep fucking saying this shit because I'm learning as I'm going, but I'm also still working on that, is to break free from the limitations of my personal past. We really need to realize that although this is a difficult experience, it's also a really fruitful journey. We need to dive deeper into the challenges and rewards of reparenting and think about self-reflection and vulnerability and all just having the willingness to face all of these difficult emotions and memories and triggers that right there is only going to prepare you for the better and that is what you need to be able to move forward and once again recreate that narrative for yourself because you can do that bitch okay all of us can do it i believe in you but okay that wraps up this topic for today um, thank you so much for tuning in if you made it this far. If not, I'm sorry. But anyways, I hope this was helpful in any way, even if it was just slightly helpful. Um, I will be posting episode three within, I'd say, a week or two. I'm going to try to be more consistent about it. Um, but yeah, um, stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day, evening, night, wherever you are, whatever time it is when you're listening to this. I love you all. Thank you. Bye.